1: John Carter proclaims, nothing shall be impossible for you.
0: Hello, friend. I'm John Carter. Welcome to our magnificent audience around the world. We're so glad that you joined us today because we've got a terrific program for you. The theme of the program is this, nothing shall be impossible for you. I want you to think about that. Nothing shall be impossible for you. I want to tell you a story from El Salvador, personally told to me when I was visiting that tragic country. You know why so many folks are leaving El Salvador, uh, don't you? You know why they're leaving Central America? It's because of the horrendous crime, the gangs, the the murders. And El Salvador sort of is at the top of the list for crime and, and violence. When I was there, we ran a series of meetings and we were safe, everything was okay. But since then, one of my colleagues, whose name is, I'm gonna tell it to you because I don't want you to forget it. His name is Nelson, Nelson Tihano. He went down to a place that was completely drug infested. When he got down to that place, he wanted to visit a church member who was very, very sick. He thought this church member was going to die but suddenly he, he was surrounded by a gang of of killers and they got him out of the car and there he was this diminutive figure uh, clutching a, a bible under his arm and the gang leader said to him who are you he said I'm a pastor I'm going to visit one of my church members he said um, what do you got there he said I, I've got a copy of the bible it's I'm taking it to read it to her the gang leader said we are outgunned here today, he said to his men, we're outgunned. This man has got the great power of God. We've only got these machine guns, but he's got the great power of God. We are outgunned. I want to tell you folks something today. I don't want you to ever forget it. By the grace of God, the powers of darkness are outgunned by the word of God and by the preaching of the word of God. And Jesus said nothing is going to be impossible unto you. That's the topic. We've got a theme text. It's Matthew 17 and verse 20. Going to put this up and I want you to see it. Matthew chapter 17 and here it is, verse 20. Jesus said, if you've got faith as small as a mustard seed, that's only a tiny little thing. If you've got faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there and it'll move. Now notice, nothing will be impossible for you. Say it over and over and over again until it sinks down into the molecules of your mind. I want you to know this. The power of darkness is outgunned by the power of God. Get it, my friend, believe it. Say it over and over again. Nothing shall be impossible to me if I've got faith like a mustard seed. Now, the presentation today falls into three parts. It's pretty simple. Yesterday, (laughs) today, and uh, tomorrow. And so we're going to start right now with yesterday. We've got nothing to fear for the future, said a great American writer. We've got nothing to fear for the future, except we forget the way the Lord has led us in the past. Nothing to fear for the future, except we forget the way the Lord has led us in the past. That is the truth. And that's why we say, nothing shall be impossible unto you. Uh, Jesus also said these words, and these are great words. In John chapter 11 and verse 40, he said these words. I want you to think of this. He said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? You know what our big problem is? We really don't believe, do we? Jesus said, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. I urge you today to believe because you will see the glory of God. This special program is dedicated not only to the glory of God, it is dedicated to the greater glory of God. It's not about us. It's all about him and it's dedicated to the greater glory of God. So we're talking today about yesterday. In 1976, it's a long time ago, three young men brainstorm it's in a little town in Australia in South New South Wales figure that out it's a little town by the name of Albury. it's not that little I thought it was a big town and these young men were asking the question they were probing the question how can the church reach secular people because basically my friend this is may not be something that people want to hear But basically, the church today is not reaching secular people. On the whole, the church is preaching to the choir. (laughs) They love committee meetings, and they love getting in a holy huddle and uh, reaffirming themselves. But these young men were audacious enough to ask the question, how can the church reach secular people? And they believed that God gave them an answer. Create amazing TV ads about life, destiny, God, uh, unseen forces, wonders uh, of ancient people, mysteries of the universe, prophecy, and put those ads on prime time television. Are you going to pay for it? Well, nothing shall be impossible. Those young men believed uh, that if they had faith as small as a mustard seed, miracles would happen. And what was the result? Well, the result was that the magnificent Sydney Opera House was packed six times uh, for the opening session. And the sessions continued every weekend uh, for more than five months. I want you to know this because today we live in the church in a time of great skepticism. I meet the skeptics all the time and they say, hey, it can't be done. If it can't be done, it's because. We don't even have faith like a mustard seed. That's the problem. The problem is not with the power of God. The problem is with our unbelieving hearts because Jesus said, nothing shall be impossible. I know this happened because I was there. Let me say this to every person watching today, those who pride themselves on being members of the church. God wants us to think outside the box of religious orthodoxy is anybody listening he wants us to think outside the box of churchiness and tradition remember nothing shall be impossible say it over and over again until you start to believe it god is great god loves us god loves people god does impossible things plus god has a destiny for my life do you believe that A lot of people just think they're a bit like uh, something, nothing, a bit of flotsam on the ocean. But I believe that God has got a purpose for every life. It's a great text, John chapter 18 and verse 37. This is one of the great texts in the Bible. John chapter 18 and verse 37. And uh, these are the words of Christ. He said, for this cause... I was born, for this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. We know this applies to to Christ, especially to Christ, specifically to Christ, but listen to me. In a secondary sense, it applies to every person who is a child of God, For this hour, I was born, and for this reason, I came into the world. God has got a purpose and a destiny for every person, and I have felt the hand of God upon me. I say, to the greater glory of God. I want you to come now to 1990. Hey, that's a long time ago. In those days, my hair was a different color. (laughs) And I think I had more energy, and I think I had a little more Zoom and voom. We hired the Shrine Auditorium downtown Los Angeles. Twenty-four thousand packed it in four opening sessions. In spite of the traffic for which Los Angeles is famous. Twenty-four thousand people packed it in multiple sessions, and then the meetings went on for a long period of time. And from those meetings in the great Shrine Auditorium where they used to hold the Academy Awards, a new church was born. You're listening to me? A new church was born. The Shrine meetings were a a part of the plan of God. It was in God's destiny. And the birth of that church was in in the plan and the destiny of God for this hour was I born, Jesus said. God had a plan for that church and he's got a plan for you if you will open your heart and if you'll listen to God. Now, here is a great truth. It is an unpalatable truth sometimes. Sometimes we have to be hurt before we can be healed. When man closes a door, God opens a window and the door seemed to close in the great city of Los Angeles. But God opened uh, a tremendous door into a place that Ronald Reagan had called the Evil Empire. And we're talking about the Soviet Union, the great center of atheism. Did you know this? During the seventy years when the atheist communists had ruled Russia and Ukraine, tens of of millions of people had been killed in the death camps. I have been to those places. I have been to those places. I have explored those places where tens of millions, some say 70 million people were murdered by the communists and the atheists, and you're going to tell me it doesn't matter what you believe. I want you to know this. What you believe shapes your life. If you believe in God, God will shape your life. But if you don't believe in God, nothing is going to really shape your life except your atheistic beliefs. There was a great cry for help. And by the grace of God, we heard the cry. In the providence of God, we heard the cry, this is not about us, it's all about him. Let me tell you of the power of God. I want you to sit back. I want you to listen. Because in my ministry, I've met so many, many skeptics and unbelievers uh, in the church. I've met them where they say, it can't be done. It's, it's absolutely impossible, they say. It can't be done. That's because they don't have faith, even as small as a mustard seed. But if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible. Now listen up. Moscow. 1991, we were called to go to Moscow. Remember, with God, nothing shall be impossible. I'll say it over and over again. When I went there, I felt a sense of destiny. Romans chapter 8 is a great text. Romans chapter 8, written by the great apostle Paul, tells us that God has a purpose. We are called according to his purpose. I want you to listen to me. God has got a purpose for for your life. He's got a purpose for my life. When you're sitting here today and you're listening on this television channel, I want you to know you're not alone. God loves you. He's got a purpose for your life. When we went there, we felt the hand of God. We hired the Palace of Culture just down the road from uh, uh, the Kremlin. Amazing things happened. I was invited uh, to speak on Soviet television. This man was in charge of, good evening, Moscow. Can you believe this? I remember him so very, very well. He asked me questions like this, why is the Soviet Union collapsing? Who is God? Is there a God? I had, this is the truth of God, I had the privilege at the very center of the evil empire to quote President Reagan. I had the privilege of getting the television crew together on the Soviet set and talking to them about God and reading to them from the word of God. And they were outgunned because we had the power of God. They had tanks, they had military weapons, but we had the power of God. I'll never forget the crowds. Meetings would start at 10 o'clock in the morning. They would go all day without a break except for water and food until 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Amazing meetings. Uh, Many officers from the Russian army came. I was asked to talk uh, to all types of people, even people from the KGB. More about this later. Uh, asked to talk to the professors from Moscow University. uh, Talking to... So many people, people who did not believe. I remember, I call it the great silence. This is an old picture of this historic event. I was preaching there with my translator and I was preaching my heart out. Did I have energy? Yes, 12 hours of preaching. Yes, I had energy. Why? Because with God, nothing shall be impossible. What's wrong with our faith today? I can remember when I was preaching that my translator suddenly went silent and I wondered what was going on. I kept on preaching and then I looked over to him. I saw that he was weeping copiously and then I gazed into the faces of the great audience. Every person was crying. You know why? I was telling them the story of Christ. They'd never heard it before and they were weeping. I had an altar call. People say, oh, that stuff doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work if you don't work with it, my friend. If you don't put your life in the hands of God, of course it's not going to work. People say, we don't see miracles anymore. That's not because of God, that's because of us. Nothing shall be impossible, Jesus said. I made an altar call and members of the army officers. I remember one Soviet captain stood up and saluted and marched his soldiers. They came down the front, they came down the front weeping because of the power of God. I want you to know this is not about us, it is about him. We hired, we booked the great hall of congresses in the Kremlin, one of the greatest theaters in the world. We paid the deposit, we're not gonna go into this but it was secretly stolen from us. But we believe that we must forgive those who sin against us. But when man closes a door, God opens a window, and a better window. And we were told, go to Gorky. And we went to Gorky, the city of the dissidents, and we went there. Listen, because God had a bigger and uh, a better plan. And when people stand in the way of God, God can move them aside. And he can do bigger things. Now, what was our message? What did we bridge when we went to Russia, Ukraine? Let me tell you, God made you. These people had been told they were simply animals or machines. So I cried out to the great masses, God made you. God loves you. You are special. When you walk out of this meeting today, you can walk out with your head high because you're a child of God. You're not a son of the slime. God made you. And God became a man in the person of Christ. And Christ on the cross died for your sins. Can you believe this? No wonder the great masses of Russians wept because they were hearing the true gospel of God. You are special. God made you. He has a purpose for you. And if you come to him and truly believe in him, he will give you right now everlasting life. So we didn't preach some heretical idea like the prosperity gospel that God just wants you to become prosperous and, and very wealthy and the, the biggest house in the street. No, we said, God loves you. Christ died for you. And even in your poverty, God has a plan for you. And he's got a great future for you. I want you to know this. The gospel is the power of God under salvation. Explain this to me, my skeptical friend. Are you listening? Explain this to me. There can be an audience of of thousands of people, 10,000 people at six o'clock. They won't even look at me. They're looking down. They're sullen. They're depressed. Of course, they're depressed. If you don't believe in God, you're going to be depressed and suicidal. And by 7 o'clock, after the gospel of Christ has been preached, you've got 10,000 people raising their hands to God and weeping as they accept Christ. What do you say about that? I can tell you what it is. It is the power of God unto salvation. I want you to believe in the God who believes in you. And so we say today, let every person hear this, to God be the glory. Great things he has done. When we start to think that we're the ones, then the power's going to go. But I want you to know today, I want this to sink down into your heads, into the molecules of your mind, to God be the glory. So, 1992, (laughs) we went to Gorky. Danny Shelton, God bless him, helped us to raise the budget because we had no money. But our friends and supporters on 3ABN heard the call of God and they sent their checks. And so we went to Gorky. It was amazing. We had such huge crowds in the Palace of Sport. The crowds were so great in the Palace of Sport that when I got down there and tried to get there with Beverly, we couldn't get there because the crowds were so great they were breaking down the doors. People say, we don't believe any of this. When I came back to America and went to Australia, they said, we don't believe any of this. This is because they are living in a spiritual wasteland where they've never felt the power of God. What about you? But the power of God is available. So the Russian army took us in a military vehicle. (laughs) Russian army now working for us. An old man is standing outside, he's crying, I've waited 70 years for Jesus. Let me in. The power of God. We didn't have any deacons. You know who supplied us with deacons? Hey, you're going to find this hard to believe. The KGB. You say, I don't believe it. Yeah, the KGB. Uh, They asked me to preach to them on two occasions. I preached to thousands of members of the KGB and given to them like General Vladimir here, my friend, uh, A copy of the word of God. Nothing shall be impossible. We saw the power of God. We had fire bombs also. (laughs) Big religious organization tried to burn us out. And Governor Nemtsov, who became our friend, uh, he sent the militia. And the militia came, looked after us, and protected us, and saved us. The young governor of Nizhni, Novgorod we had multiple sessions we would have up to 10,000 people in an altar call people with their hands up crying out for God you say that's raw emotionalism no it's not it's raw holy spirit Do you think there's something good and sanctimonious and holy about spiritual deadness because you walk into some churches and they're so cold you could skate down the aisles But we're talking here about a holy flame of fire that's what we're talking about Uh, then we had uh, the amazing baptism Uh, we had many many baptisms amazing baptisms amazing audiences the baptism was put on supported can you believe it by the army Uh, and uh, by the, by the police, the police led us down to the, to the Volga River. The army set up the tents. You're saying, you know, you have gotta be putting me on. Did this really happen? Yes, the army set up the tents. They helped the people to get into their baptismal robes. You say, is this really true? Yes, it is. You see, nothing shall be impossible. What can the skeptics say? And I'm talking about the skeptics in the church. I want you to know God is great. We meet with the governor, Boris Nemtsov. What happens is amazing. He gives his testimony to what he has seen. We're able to share Christ with him and the word of God. The power of darkness, darkness was outgunned by the power of God. I want you to hear this. Uh, this is a Soviet helicopter and sitting there in the helicopter is my son, David. He's saying, no, he these got to be fake photos. He hear a lot about fake news. This is not fake news. This is the good news. This is the power of God. Start to believe, my friend, and get out of that spiritual rut. Here it is, over the baptism, and David is in this Soviet helicopter being flown around by a colonel for the power of God, for the glory of God. And Danny Shelton has a vision. He buys a building that was going to be used by the communist youth. It's not finished. The Soviet economy collapses. You know what happens? Danny hires workers, he starts to build, and now we have, 3ABN has, the Christian cultural center in Russia, built by our lay people who sent their checks because they believe that with God nothing is impossible. It is the largest Protestant building in all of Russia, and there's a lot more to come. We're talking about the power of God. We're talking about the truths of God. We've got amazing stories to tell you. Stay with us, and I'll be back in a moment. Hi friend, I'm John Carter, overseas, locked up in a hotel, outside in the hallway. There are police to make sure that we don't break this dreadful quarantine because of COVID. Everything has changed. The Carter report goes on and we continue to preach the gospel around the world. By the grace of God, we continue to do evangelism. But listen, We need your support as never before. We desperately need your help to continue to preach the gospel in India and other countries that are desperately needing Christ. My friend, please hear this urgent appeal. Write to me at the address on the screen. We need your help now during this pandemic. Christ is coming. We need to preach the word. Please write to me, in Jesus' name, amen.
1: You can now find The Carter Report anywhere, anytime, on any Android or Apple device. Use your cell phone, tablet, computer, or TV to access the many inspirational messages from Pastor Carter 24-7. For Apple users, go to the App Store For Android users, go to Google Play and download the free Carter Report app. The Carter Report also has an official YouTube and Vimeo channel. Search for the Carter Report and find the topic that speaks to you. Roku users, simply search for the Carter Report and download the app free. The same on Amazon Fire. For Apple TV, visit the App Store and download the app. Reach out to The Carter Report and experience the hope, faith, and love of Jesus Christ. For a copy of today's program, please contact us at P.O. Box 1900, Thousand Oaks, California, 91358. Or in Australia, contact us at P.O. Box 861, Terrigal, New South Wales, 2260. This program is made possible through the generous support of viewers like you. We thank you for your continued support. May God richly bless you.